Welcome back to Lucid Living, and if this is your first time, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you aboard. My name is Andrew Larkin. I'm an actor, model, performer, storyteller, breathwork coach, and today I'm going to be your host, your guide for today's podcast episode. All right, my friend, let's just take one deep, intentional, beautiful, expansive breath together. Let's get rocking and rolling with this episode. So take this moment to ground yourself, get those feet into the earth. Remember, as we inhale, we're going to inhale through the nose. Belly's going to expand like a water balloon. Shoulders stay where they are. Don't raise, don't rise them. Raise them, raise them. Keep them where they are. All the breathing is going to be going into our diaphragm, the deep part of our belly. Inhale through the nose. Exhale out the mouth. Belly comes back to our center. So let's start by exhaling all of the, all of the air out of our lungs. In three, two, one, with an exhale. And let's inhale in three, two, one. Inhale. Big belly, big belly, big belly, hold it. Exhale out the mouth. Amazing, thank you. This morning, guys, I've been a little lazy on my breath work in the mornings, and I did it this morning, and I just felt so good. <laughs> every time, every time. Blackout five, ten minutes. I mean, even doing just one simple like round of fire or something like that where you're kind of intensely like, <laughs> just to wake yourself up because I've been really trying to get more calories in so I've been eating a lot more and when you eat a lot like you don't want to do these intense more intense breathwork exercises on a full stomach but first thing in the morning is going to be good for me so I'm ready to get back into that because that felt that felt amazing and I feel really good today and then I also did some breath holding exercises as well. And I just woke up, I just felt clear today. And I'm banging out all the things I want to get done. And it's a beautiful day outside. It's going to be a high of 65, sunny, nice, crisp fall weather. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's see, life updates, what's been popping off. I'm still riding this wave of monologues. And I'm really liking this because it's one is challenging me to get out of the comfort zone, to seek roles and it's also help it's like helping me find my brand a bit where I'm finding and searching for characters in films or plays that align with me that I can potentially play that um that fall within kind of my my type my type and it's been really fun exploring that and it's been being received fairly well on social media compared to the other stuff I've been putting out so I might as well just ride this wave and I'm interested to see the response in well-known monologues that I do from films particularly versus uh, theatrical monologues that maybe less people know but regardless I want to do something that showcases kind of you know the angstiness in me the the little kid the the innocence the innocent kind of young Andrew and then you know I got the bad boy Andrew, you got the confident charismatic Andrew all these different versions of myself that I can bring in through these different monologues to showcase you know what I can do and I especially in this time man where especially as an actor and even an artist but specifically an actor where you're really kind of waiting for that next role to come around you're still you know auditioning but you're waiting for other people to send you scripts and send you sides and then you got to audition and then beat out you know hundreds thousands of people is a bit of a doozy so this just creatively is, is very fulfilling you know it works the muscle it keeps me working on how I break down monologues and then also help working my memorization muscle of my brain it's just been really cool and I'm really excited I got these three monologues that I'm working on right now uh, that I plan on posting in this upcoming week 
and they're both they're all different in their own fun beautiful way and i'm really excited to tap into that and they're all ones that you would be able to recognize so yeah i'm really excited about that gonna keep on plugging keep on plugging and been feeling solid again eating like a madman trying to get 3500 calories in yeah i definitely want to because i have this app where i track my macros and right now my my goals like i'm overarching on my protein goals but i'm extremely underperforming my cal on my carbs and i feel like my carbs are just like too high like it feels almost unachievable <laughs> i like 500 some carbs a day which is kind of crazy and i don't know if that's actually for me so i'm going to do a little bit more research to find the best um, breakdown for me in regards to trying to put on muscle but i have been putting on some pounds which is a good thing and trying to you know stay lean uh, stay flexible do my stretching i also stretched this morning so just feeling great feeling good feeling good and we got work tonight and dude, I saw Babel from Alejandro Inaritos yesterday and just amazing. Because I've been hearing things. I mean, I, I knew that, you know, Guillermo, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro, de Toro uh, Ale, Alfonso Cuaron, and Inarito are like the three big filmmakers that came out of Mexico. And all of their work is so amazing. And I just really want to familiarize myself with it a little bit more. So. He Inarito's also got 21 grams and uh, Amores Peros, which I'm gonna check out. I have access to, and then I want to definitely check out more Quaron. I think he has like Mami Tu Tambien, which my buddy just watched, and I I've been wanting to watch that for a while. So I'm just things are things are cool. Things are cool. I'm definitely learning and uh, trying to become more of a student in this film world. Been getting a lot more consistent with my sign language and ASL, and things are just feeling pretty good. I got. A lot more free time on my hands to really start creating and really plugging and working and growing as a person. So we're here for it, baby. We're here for it. And uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So for today's episode, I want to talk about boredom. This was actually what I was going to talk about on the last episode before we had that impromptu idea just flood through that I just really felt called to share. But for this one, I really wanted to dive into the essence of being bored and what that looks like and how it's kind of evolved over time. Because I think the idea of boredom today, especially kids growing up, being bored today is very different from 20 years ago when I was a kid, right? And it's interesting because adults, it's almost like boredom doesn't really fully exist with adults because we got bills to pay and we, you know, we were working nine to fives and boredom is more just resting, you know, because you're burning, you're just working so hard, at least for a lot of, a lot of adults. But boredom as a kid is a very different thing. And when we were younger, you know, and we had all this free time on our hands to play, to dream, to live, to create, there was a lot of space for a lot of beautiful things to happen in those moments. And I've been listening to other kind of actors. Like I heard Timothy Chalamet talk about the idea of being bored and how monumental it really is because imagine you grow up in an area where you have no phone you don't even have tv like cable wasn't really even a thing yet and or i guess cable was a thing but streaming wasn't a thing and you know you got brothers and sisters you got neighbors or you don't have anyone you just have books you know you escape in books and you you live in this world or you just again you don't have a phone you don't have a computer you don't have 
a TV. You got the woods, so you go out and you play, or you do nothing, you know? And the desire to not be bored doing nothing was so strong. They're like, all right, let's what? Let's do something. Like it's out of necessity. I got all this young energy. I need to. I need to exert it and 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 put it towards something. And I got all this this energy that's kind of bottled up because the boredom is bottling up all this this energy. And when you allow yourself to just let it release, whew, it's like this creative monster comes through. And that's when you're running through the woods. I remember being a kid running through the woods. You know, imagining you know, I was in a film getting chased or something, or or I'm coming up with new lands and I, and I'm seeing fairies and I'm seeing you know you know pet friends and like I'm coming up with this entire life, this entire world, this new reality, and you know, and that was stemmed from the boredom. Versus if I kind of had stuff like I had to do this, I had to do that, I had to go to practice, I had to do this class, all these things, you're so caught up in there that you don't really have time to build up that energy and then poof, let it rip. So it's almost like boredom is almost like, imagine yourself getting charged up with this creative energy. And, and when you're bored and you're sitting there like, oh God, you're like counting your fingers and you're like you're counting sheep and you're just like, I don't wanna do something, you're tapping your toe. And this energy is building, 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 building until you're like, I can't take it anymore. And then you just, what can I do? What can I do to fill this time? And then you start playing games, you start making your own games, you start coming up with these things, you start getting a pen on paper and you start writing a story, you start writing a book. You know, you come up with these beautiful things, these beautiful, you know, anything. There is no limit to that kind of creation. I feel like it's just such a great fuel source for creative energy and it, it's like the breeding ground of it. Being bored is almost the fuel to create granted that's you don't have to be bored to create still but when you're constantly doing things and like i gotta i gotta go to class here i gotta go to practice here i got a game here i got all tutors and i got all these things you're so our focus is so spread out that we don't really have space to just be bored and so when we have time off it's kind of okay i don't really want to do anything you know because all your energy is exerted somewhere else so there's something about being bored or having some time in your life when you're bored that builds this energy and charges this energy to create. I think it's, like, it's kind of out of like necessity, right? But now, and that was like when we were kids back in the day, like 15 years ago when there was no phone. I remember like emailing friends over, over on the computer, you know, our box computer in our living room, you know, we would call friends and it was just a very different time and either you had to call your friends and bike to their house or had your mom find a way out of her busy schedule or dad out of his busy schedule to drive you to your friend's house, you know, what else would you do with your time? And it just is a great fuel to do stuff, especially when you have that young childlike energy of desiring to play and be and create. And that's magic. That is, I think that's literal magic. But nowadays, there's so much that can draw our attention out that strips away that charging energy. And it's interesting because like I have access, we all have access to our phone. I got access to my computer where I can find an array of infinite information. I can go on TV and have an array of infinite films and TVs and commercials and YouTube and channels to watch. We have too much, too many options to choose from 
and we're sitting here and then energetically we're tired and then energetically we're also bored but this boredom is different than what it was you know 15 10 15 20 years ago because it has a very different feeling and i think the difference is when we were bored you know back in the day and we and we had literally nothing to stimulate us that empty space quote unquote like empty space i feel i really do feel like there was imagine like a there was like a three prong charger just plugged into our our little you know tailbone charging us up with this creative energy and then it gets so so full to the point where you're saying i can't wait anymore i need to go i need to create i need to write i need to play i need to sing i need to dance i need to do something right but now it's like we're bored so it's, we're still bored but we don't have that charger in us because we're stimulated and our attention is drawn to all these different things right it's fascinating it's fascinating and it doesn't mean again we're habitually getting used to this yes but in, like on a weekend go camping and like bring a deck of cards no phone for the weekend be in nature and find how you manage coming up with managing your time like what do you do to create because that is a space where you will be bored quote unquote you know you'll you'll have maybe you'll have your friends and let's throw the frisbee around let's throw the football around let's play a game you know put our energy into that way we need to do things or else we're merely just sitting still and i'll tell you right now in today's day and age sitting still is like the most scared this is the scariest thing ever so being in an environment a space where we don't have things to stimulate us with fast information and we're sitting in stillness and boredom wow different so i just find this idea fascinating i just timothy chalamet talked about it and i think other artists have have spoken on this as well and i sit here you know talking about it's almost negative inherently talking about this because i'm saying I'm talking about a reality that isn't today anymore. I'm talking about the beauty of 10, 15, 20 years ago, but that's not today. So now we may be bored, um, but not getting the benefits of that boredom. Because I'm talking about boredom being a really positive, beautiful thing, but in many circumstances today, it's not to that extent. So how do we, how do we move forward? How do we find the beauty back in the boredom to fuel us up and charge us up to create you know, and maybe that's, you know, taking some time off social media. Maybe that's going for a walk. You know, walking is a beautiful thing where you just just limit the amount of stimulation that we're getting in. I think can be really beautiful. Taking a little break off of work for a little bit, reprioritizing, sitting in stillness, getting comfortable with that, meditating. Like meditating is sitting doing nothing. It's almost essentially you're sitting doing nothing is the equivalent of boredom. But you're allowing space for new information to come through and to come in and look at the world in a different light. I watched I watched Dead Poet Society a couple of days ago and the when Robin Williams stands on his desk, you know, at the beginning, beginning of his lecture, you know, telling the student, the kids to stand on their desk to see the world through a different light, to change your perspective whenever you feel stuck. Changing your perspective is, is, is so important. And, and meditating does that. You know, driving a new way to work does that. 
I'm getting going down a little bit of a tangent right now, but I just think this is really interesting, and I think embracing boredom can be really, really good. And I think there's a lot of fear in being bored because we're living in a day and an age where it's you gotta we equate doing and working with with worth and value, right? Like we really value overworking. And if you're working less than others, like if you're not hustling as hard as others, then you're almost less than, which is quite paradoxical and can be very backwards at times. Yes, you need to work hard and efficient, but when you burn yourself out, you know, you, it can, it's like, it's why we have the whoop, man, to track your recovery because you realize that it's harming yourself to actually work seven days a week than resting and recovering your body and all that good stuff. So all these different perspectives, but yeah, embrace the boredom, find moments, and reflect on times in your life where you created something really beautiful out of out of the 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 necessity, the energy of being bored, of not having anything to do. So I need to create, and then you, what do you create? You create something amazing. Maybe you write a new song. Maybe you come up with a new choreography for a dance. You you write a play. You you write a book. You cook a new food you experiment in some capacity, right? You pick up an instrument, you do some things you that you never thought you would before. You pick up a new skill, you learn martial arts, you, you go for a run, go to the gym, you know? What do I what do I what do I want to learn? What do I want to do? What do, how do I want to be? You know, who do I want to be? And I think boredom is a great space to fuel us to strive to learn more, to be more, to embrace this life a little bit more to do things that we've never done before and it's just really cool so thank you all for tuning in as always if you're digging this if you're vibing with this like comment rate subscribe review tell your friends tell your family tell your loved ones y'all can check me out on instagram at larkin underscore andrew check me out on my website at andrewlarkin.me and remember small acts of kindness for you for others makes the world go round we need it now more than ever hug a loved one give a nice bear hug human touch is so healing High five yourself because you are deserving, you are worthy, you are beautiful, you are strong, you are brave, and you are enough, you are enough, you are enough, you are enough. And always, 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 strive to live a lucid life. This is Andrew Larkin. One love.